I wanna be a pop star 君をもっと夢中にさせてあげるからねキラキラのパップスター羽を広げ魔法をかけてあげよう君だけに Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down the news, what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of February 1st. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Yay, back together again. My computer is fixed, so we are good, thanks to a super, super awesome friend of mine. Woohoo! Yep, we get one Three Amigos episodes before we have two words just back to Dos Compadres. Yeah, but that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. I won't be on next week. There's literally nothing I can do about it. So, you guys have fun without me. I will. Don't worry, I will be gone one episode and only one episode. I'll be back the next week. But yeah, with that, how have you guys been? Let's start with you, Luna, since we missed you last week. Busy and cold as hell. Let's just say I live in one of the areas that we had negative 12 degrees and negative 24 degree wind chills. Wasn't as bad as... not Not as bad as Chicago. Chicago was negative like 26 and negative 60 degree wind chills. But I'm not too much farther down from them and it was cold as hell. And yes, I still had to go to work while the schools were closed. So you can imagine I wore so many layers it wasn't funny, and I even had a face mask on. I looked like I was going to rob a bank going to work. Like a, <laughs> You just looked like the Michelin Man with a mask on? I, I kind of did, except I had sunglasses on, too, because it was sunny, but it was cold as hell. So I came in with this, I have an Attack on Titan face mask. So you can imagine people are like, what are you wearing? <laughs> All to keep Is warm. It- is it just like a regular Titan thing? Yeah, there's a Titan on the face. That's weird. Yeah, that's. I would imagine that's mildly creepy. Uh, yeah, it is a little creepy. My coworker thought it was a zombie. Well, well, they do look zombie-esque, so he's yeah. not too far off. So, um, but that's how my week's been. Just work, nothing else, you know, just busy. Yeah. With that, how have you been, Gray? Tired. I, I've been working a lot i had to do an 11 hour day monday i had to do 11 and a half hours yesterday yeah the only day i worked a regular shift was tuesday so and i get one day off and then i get i get the lovely privilege of working 13 days in a row yay yeah i got to work sunday through next friday other than that i'm i'm, I'm doing fine all things considered yeah, uh, I have had a brief moment to play a little bit of Resident Evil 2, which was fun. No chance to play Kingdom Hearts yet. Um, I, that's my that's on my to-do list tomorrow. Because I get one day off and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to work. So, yep. Other than that, I'm doing fine. How are you hanging in there, Ken? I've been okay. Work. <laughs> Just work. Yeah. We got RE2, but that's pretty much it. But yeah. With that, let's continue on with what we've been listening to. Uh, once again, let's start with you, Luna, as uh, we missed you last week. So, 
so I'm going to try to keep this somewhat short because I actually listened to a lot of random stuff this week. So I'll just name off kind of what I listened to and not go into too much detail. I've been listening to Otsuka Ai again. I've been listening to I Am Best 2 because I get that in the mail. I've also been listening to Love and Honey because that is such a freaking good album. I've been listening to LOL's LML album, which is very, yes. very catchy. I've been listening to a ton of Chanmina. I I think that's all I've listened to for the last two days on full blast in my car. Been really in a hip-hop mood. Also was listening to Kira and some Benny. Who else was it? And Ayumi. I went back to Ayumi Hamazaki again because it was in my, my CD case. So, and Juju... I've been listening to her Door album and Katomedia. I think that's it. Like I said, a lot of random, rando stuff. I've just felt like listening to certain things, put it on in the car, just started blasting away. So, uh, what about you, Ken? Uh, I've been listening to various amount of things too. First and foremost, my juicy playlist. That's pretty much the norm at this point uh i've been listening to the final fantasy 14 piano collection because that came out or is going to come out during fan fest which is this pa- this coming week actually looking forward to all the news that's coming out of that because of the new expansion that's coming out in the summer so i'm actually really really looking forward to that <laughs> to be perfectly honest um besides that i've been kind of listening to a lot of Shia's summer been going back to her every so often just listening to all of her tracks and it's just so amazing what she does when she does all these collabs with all these different artists it's so good so but besides that nothing much out of the same here i did go back to kakeda for a bit Uh, i kind of was going through a little thing with them and clacklacks because i've been loving clacklacks uh regular album there so well yeah besides that nothing much out of the norm what about you gray uh mostly i've been listening to lol and i've been listening to triple a's first album which is attack and if you keep an eye out on the website you should see a review for that soon other than that i honestly haven't been listening to too much it's it's been a crazy work week and I don't get to listen to music like I used to, so that's pretty much it. But yeah, uh, I guess with that, let's move on to a couple of new things. We're actually changing up the format just a bit here, mostly because we've been actually doing a lot of things for the site. If you guys haven't been paying attention to our site on Gakutu.com, we actually been posting a lot of news regularly now, pretty much at least two or three every day, give or take. Yeah. So we're actually going into just what this segment is going to be new releases or new news that has been announced for the the artists for the next couple weeks for months, give or take. Uh, let's start with Aimir. After her successful, lovely thing of the charts a couple weeks ago, she'll be releasing two albums called Sundance and Penny Rain on April 10th. 
it's uh, the first time that she's doing a album since September of 2016. Um, that album was called Daydream. You can check out the track list and a couple more things on our site. So if you guys want to check that out, go right ahead. And looks like Exit is going to be bringing their first Japanese album this April called Trouble. And it will actually have TJ Taku from Mflow fame helping out. So it's pretty cool. I wasn't too surprised about their their lovely little debut up and down. I don't I don't know how I feel about that song. If if you guys know what up and down is, Luna, I've I think not you had know a chance the, to check oh, it out. Oh, I yeah. do. I love that song. I really like Exit though, so I'm a little biased, but it's really uh, provocative. Uh, great. Let's just say this much: they censored it in Japan. If you were to watch the Korean version of Exit in Japanese markets, they censored it. That's they, interesting. They changed out the entire format for the music video for the Japan uh, for the Korean one to the Japanese one. I think the Korean one they're in like a box or something, but for the Japanese one they're in like some kind of house. But it's it's interesting nonetheless. But yeah, you can check out the track list for that and actually the music video for I Love You on our site. So just uh give a heads up for that. Also, the new Johnny's group King and Prince Woo woo! Announced their third single titled Kimi o Mateiru, releasing on March 20th. And you can check out the track list and reserve it on our site. So go right ahead. I'm excited and... for that one. Yeah, we're actually pretty excited. And Luna, if you wanted to talk about a couple of artists that you did, go right ahead. So Dream Imi just announced a new single and the music video dropped. It is called Good Goodbye. That will come out on March 13th. You can watch the music video on our website for that, and it is adorable. And you can read more about that as the track listing is still uh, to be determined in a way. So I'm very excited about this. You can also... Same. I love her. (laughs) She's freaking adorable, and that video is so cute. (laughs) A lot of color. A lot of color. Yes, and that's her style, too. If you watch all her other yeah, stuff, it's yeah. very colorful. And this one definitely stays with that style. So I highly mm, recommend definitely. everyone checking it out. I love this better than Wonderland. So the next one is Aimeon, who was on the Kohaku. We all saw her perform her song, Marigold. She is releasing her second studio album. And... um. And this will be her, this will come out February 13th, and it is entitled Shun Kanteki Sixth Sense. It will have 12 tracks on there, including Marigold as well. And you can check out more about Aimeon on our site, along with watch her music video for Konya Kono Mama. And that is available for pre-order, by the way, on CD Japan. Yep. And Flower has also announced a new album, and this will be the first album since... First album in four years. Their last album they had come out was... Hana Toke in 2015. So this new album be called F. And the track listing has not been announced yet, but it will have three editions on that. You can read more about Flower's new album, F, on our website. 
you can also check out the video on here for their newest for their newest song you know i'm actually interested in flower mostly because you know besides happiness and maybe dream i don't know any of the other e-girls so i'm quite interested to see this album i am too because i'm not as familiar with flower i'm more familiar with dream and i've been watching some of flowers music videos since the news of this came out and i'm really liking this and very interested and and hearing more more from them so i feel like this is a pretty big deal as it's been four years so i look forward to this one and that will oh, definitely and that will be coming out march 27th and my last bit of news which i have been super excited about more than anything is Chun Mina announced her newest single, and this is her first physical single release. And it's entitled I'm a Pop. This will come out on February 27th. So she has some competition because there's a lot of stuff coming out on the 27th. Oh, yeah. And we the music video has not been released yet. There's a 30-second teaser out. But you can check out her latest music video, Pain is Beauty, on our website and more information on that single with the track listing, which is out, along with the cover. Super excited. I've been addicted to her all week. I cannot <laughs> wait for this release. It's going to be a trilingual release. She's my favorite newest discovery of 2018, to be honest. I fell in love with her after I heard a song I cannot name because of the language. Oh, yeah, I, I remember. Yep, I can't name that one, but her song My Name and Lady are amazing, and I found her on YouTube. Just browsing through videos, she was recommended and sold me. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's continue on with a little bit more news, or a little bit more releases here. Silent Siren, they're a four-member pop band, if you guys don't know. They will be releasing a brand new album called 313113. Set to release on March 13th, which is their unofficial, like, fan holiday kind of thing. But it will release with 13 tracks total. Huh, huh. And, uh, yeah, it will have three editions, actually. One, one DVD limited edition and a goods limited edition, which will have, like, a knapsack or a pouch or something like that. And a photo book, so I'm actually quite excited about that. So, and the album will come out March 13th, like I said, and you can check out the little preview for their song Go Way on our site and uh, go on CD Japan and pre-order it. And also, finally, with new releases is Flow. They will be releasing their first original album since 2016. Uh, this album is going to be called Tribalith, Tribalimph. I'm, <laughs> I have difficulty saying this one. <laughs> Tri Tribalium? I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> and it will be the group's 11th album overall, with the newest release being Hashtag 10 back in 2016, like stated earlier. This will have a lovely 14 tracks total, and you can check out the song Oneness and pre-order the album on our site. And with that, let's continue on with a little bit of news I guess this is a little bit of a leeway to to releases and news. Yeah, it kind of bridges so, the gap. 
it bridges the gap there. Yeah. Well, great. Why don't Segway. you take it take it over from there? Yeah, I'd be glad to. So, um, back in December, it was announced that Irina Hirate would be taking a break from uh, Keiki Zaka Forty Six because she had I don't I don't want to say she had thrown out her back, but she had back problems because she has been overusing her back. And if you watch one of their music videos, that becomes blatantly obvious and very well apparent. But I guess she's young. She heals really fast, and she is coming back for their next single, which is Kuro Kuroi Hitsuji. And that will come out at the end of February. So it'll be February 27th is the release date. And she will again be center. And the big thing about this is in the Akimoto group from like, you know, like all the AKBs, Nogizaka and Keikizaka, like all of them, she is the record holder for being the center in the most songs consecutively. Yeah, yeah, consecutive because she's been center in every single song that they've released. This is their eighth single. And they, and uh, yeah, I think she's also the record holder for like just total overall. I could be wrong on that last part, but yep, it's coming out in four different types plus a regular edition. And I'm really excited. I'm interested to see this new one. I like Keikizaka 46. They tend to do good work. They, they, they go against the grain of the regular idol stuff. So yeah, I'm actually quite surprised of her sudden return also maybe someone punched her back into place and that apparently is that's what i learned from movies that if you just punch things back into place you heal instantly so maybe that's what happened but i'm very surprised that she's coming back regardless and becoming the eighth straight center for any piece of work, that's a huge accomplishment in any piece of work. She already took over um, Acha Maidatsuko as the definitive center for this new generation. So I'm looking forward to what she has if her back doesn't give out, so to speak. But uh, Hopefully she stays together. Yeah, and apparently she's been fine for a while because they are dropping like taglines for all the things for the PV already. Well, yeah, the music video should be out soon because they usually release the music video roughly a month in advance. So yeah, they released it the, should be out the any still day images, now. so I think it should be releasing later on, either today or tomorrow. So it is what it is. But yeah, let's continue on to our big news here. A big thing that happened on a lovely Saturday slash Sunday and regretted me on not having a good day of work the following day which is i'm sorry my birthday ruined your day too <laughs> <laughs> which is the fact that Johnny's group adashi is going to be halting any sort of activity past december 31st 2020 they specifically stated that this is going to be a hiatus. The news dropped like 11 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And uh, on the fan club site saying that they will be going on indefinite hiatus past 2020. 
Yeah, I. From what I read, it looks like this is gonna be a multi-year thing, like at least two years minimum. Uh, yeah, nah. and it's it's understandable. They had a press conference later on that night, and which, oh boy, I didn't get any sleep that night. <laughs> so they I'm, had. I'm sorry, major, buddy. They had a major press conference. All five members thanked the members of the press and all their fans on their their fan site saying thank you for all your support, but we're going to be doing this. The very first question in that presser was, are you guys breaking up? And they said, no, this is only going to be a hiatus. We're not disbanding. Odyssey is five of us. If one person doesn't feel like they want to continue on or go on a break, they're not going to continue Odyssey without that one person. The person in question is Ono Satoshi. He is the leader of Odyssey. And he gave out a really good reason. He's been doing this for 20 years. He's been... He has little to no personal life as of right now. And he feels like he wants things to be accomplished while he's able to to do so. And he felt that going on hiatus would be the best possible choice. And... They he originally brought up the the thought of hiatus back in twenty seventeen and they made it known to their agency at twenty eighteen. So they knew for a while that this was gonna happen. And, you know, my good friend, he's like she's one of their biggest fans in Hawaii. And they've been kinda teasing that, you know, hey, we wanna take a break, we wanna take a break, but everyone kinda laughed it off because, you know, they didn't think that they would be serious about this. And one of the members, Ninomiya Kazunari, he was saying that, you know, I don't want people blaming Ono for this decision. When everyone is willing to work, they'll come together. But there's a time that when someone doesn't want to do it, they want to try to make everyone come to an understanding about that. Which is really good to show, like, how together they've been. And it, this goes on the continuing talk of, like, the last couple of weeks we had where, well, if a Johnny's member left, they it wouldn't be the same if they added a new member yeah. because the camaraderie and the brotherhood that they spend training together, you cannot make that, yeah? Mm-hmm. No, that dynamic between those guys is very unique and specific and another dude would not fill their shoes they would be a different group entirely and from yeah everything that i gathered and read even though it does look like it's their leader who's the primary driving force behind the hiatus i think all of the guys are kind of tired and do want a small break like it, it it's just I mean, they've been doing this for a while and I could imagine, you know, just, you know, you get tired of doing the same shtick day in, day out. And you, you just sometimes, sometimes you just want to, you know, be able to not worry about a new album release or, you know, fans or whatnot. You can just kind of forget it and just live life. Like, I mean, you can't blame them. Yeah. What's, so. what's interesting that, at least it's just, you know, they're doing this after 2020 so 
specifically that means they want to be involved with the olympics which i'm pretty sure at this point they'll give it to them yeah. mm-hmm. this is another thing that they'll probably be part of both kohaku's or a leading force in both kohaku's both this year and the last year be- or the next year because the 2021 is probably going to be their their last goodbye so to speak so yeah. go- definitely white is going to win that year <laughs> I already can see it. <laughs> uh, I'd be surprised if they if they didn't. And yeah, next year's the seventieth one, so that's a milestone. They don't want to, or yeah, the the one for this year is a milestone, so they definitely want to be included yeah. in mm-hmm. that too. So I mean, they they thought of this very deeply. So like you know, Ono at the point of when they're going to graduate or when he's going on, they're going to go on hiatus. That's three years, three to four years. So, you know, it gives them time to think about what's the next step in their career and stuff like that. You know, Ono, he is a prolific advocator of, like, fishing and painting. He's He wants to paint. He That's one of his other ambitions is he wants to become a painter. And because of all the st- stuff that they got to do with Odyssey, it's kind of hard for him to do that, like, they get he gets questioned every year um how much painting did you done oh not as much as i did last year and he always says that so you know i kind of feel bad for him because of that and you know it's good for him to speak out about this oh man but this this news hit me pretty freaking hard (laughs) i thought i was okay but going to the press conference and watching all of that yeah, I didn't go to sleep till like five that morning, and then I woke up at six, six thirty to go to work, and then had to trudge on work the next day. So I'm sorry, oh bud. Boy, it'll get better. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I was fine, but it was just like I, I didn't think it would hit me as much as it did, because, you know, odyssey is honestly the reason why i got so much better at japanese to be perfectly honest because i used to watch all their shows and i shadowed their way of speaking and talking and i've developed a shadowing technique and that's the only way that my fluency got really good so i owe a lot to them actually and you know i i look forward to what the rest of the members are gonna do um probably sakurai show he's probably going to be doing news zero a whole lot more which is a news program i think matsujun Mats, uh, jun matsumoto and cousin are ninomiya they're probably going to be focusing a lot more on acting mm-hmm. yeah uh aiba not aiba aina <laughs> that's the seiyu <laughs> aiba he's probably going to be uh focusing on golf because he really likes golf too but you know, it's it's good all around that they'll be taking this break, so to speak. I was going to say, I think so, too. Being around for that long. And they really do deserve a hiatus to enjoy their time off. And it also might, you know, revitalize their creativity. And doing so, they might come up with other ideas that they haven't thought to incorporate in their songs and music. So I think in a way it's a good thing. It's really sad to see they're going on a hiatus, but we still know they're coming back at least. And no doubt they're going to be there for the Olympics. So I'm really, you know, 
I really wish them well and that they get to enjoy their time off right now. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the major things is, you know, being in the music industry business, especially as turnout as how the Japanese music industry business is. I think just Asia in general, because Korea has the fairly same machine, so to speak, mm-hmm. is if you're not putting out something, you're going to be irrelevant. You're going to be irrelevant eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm 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 happy for Arashi. And they, they mean the world to me. They mean the world to so many other fans. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for my friend because she was in the middle of eating dinner and she didn't eat for <laughs> like seven hours because of that. But, you know, it is it is what it is. I'm, I'm happy for them. And we still have two good years of them. So they'll probably try to do their, their best to go out with a bang, so to speak, for mm-hmm. a bit. But, yeah. Continuing on, I guess let's continue on to indie, this week's Indie Corner, which is La Pintette. Yeah. It, that is a four-member pop rock band that formed back in 2016. While, you know, some other groups and artists, they had a lot going on in their songs, and that can be used as a sign of weakness. La Pintette uses it as their strength to stand out from the rest of the crowd in a already fairly crowded market that is pop rock of anything and the, you know the vocalist Shihono has a very powerful and melodic voice that you know brings a calming and understanding tone of what's going on throughout the chaos of the songs this is very evident on their song uh, .03 Mushin and Dramatic and it's it's so interesting because when I saw their song Dramatic, I thought this was just, you know, like she has a very, very powerful voice in that song that, you know, it just sounds like a, like a, a lounge singer song mm-hmm. because of her powerful vocals. I agree. I mean, it's a very recognizable song because not only her voice, but the music with it too. I, I actually listened to two of their songs more than once because I couldn't decide which one I love more. And I think I think that song really showcases her vocals and the group, while the other song was so much fun as well. And I really, really liked them. I feel like they had something very unique that sticks with you. Oh yeah, definitely. There there's I love both of their songs. Both um that we stated earlier, dramatic and point zero three Biono Mushin those songs were so great and it done so much to stand out from what kind of genre they are going to be in. And I can see a lot of success. If they can continue this pathway, I can see a lot of success in their future. I can too. Cause she is a very unique standout voice and with their music too, it has a feel like even though they're pop rock, I feel like, like you said, they do stand out more than most bands in that genre. And I think it's just the combination of what they do. Oh, yeah. And that guitarist is so talented. Oh, my God. So, so talented. Oh, my God. That is the opening of of dr- Dramatic. Mm. Oh, my God. That really, when you hear that guitar play, I love that. You know, it's just fantastic. 
But yeah, once again, you can check out Lupin Tent's official site and Twitter on our site and check out the music video for 0.03 Bio No Mushin on our site also. And you can see the magic of Shihono's voice. Just does wonders on your ears. And continuing on, let's go on to our top 10. Not our top 10, the Orcon top 10. I'm... You threw me off with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was meant to be a joke. So, that worked. I, I don't know if this week's Oricon is. No, this this, this this Oricon was... <laughs> was God, it was horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's horrible, but it's not great either. Like, when number nine is probably the best song. Mm. Yeah. Number nine is not the best song. And only half of that song. Only half of that's good, too. I'll tell you my favorite when we get to it. Yeah, but yeah, let's continue on with number 10, which is Yunezu Kenshi once again with Lemon. That final little bump there. As it reaches number 10 for this week, we said all what we said we can. I'd be surprised if they continue on for another month. It could. The song's got the power. Yes, it does. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 8,835 copies. And going on up to number 9, it is Never Ever End, and always, by A Piece. Is it A Piece or A Piece? A Piece. Okay. A Piece tomato, it is. Tomato, tomato, my friend. Well, these songs are a piece of work. Oh, no, they aren't. They're, they're a piece of garbage. <laughs> once again this is a another korean influenced band and apparently they they make a name for themselves for being really tall they're over 183 centimeters i believe that's so oh they're taller than me so, I, I'm I don't know i don't deal with centimeters i am american to a fault here so but yeah i mean it's the new korean hotness flavor of the week <sighs> Hotness. That, that dude's head looked like it was on fire. I don't like. I don't like the orange-haired guy. I, I just don't. Dude, never ever end. The 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 orangish hair. It, it's they're trying so hard to be BTS that it just doesn't work. There's this the the once. It hurts. You know, I understand. It hurts every record label. It, Every group wants the success that BTS has now, but it's so difficult if you're all trying to be the same that you're not standing out from what makes BTS so great. Yeah, and you know, this is coming from some people that don't really listen to BTS all too often. No, but you're right. If if you want to, success happens to people who stand out they're people who make a name from themselves and really reinvent the wheel if you're literally just aping what's popular you're gonna ride the coattails you might get some of their fans but you're not gonna get all of them you're certainly gonna get you're not gonna get new people who already don't like them like ah it's it i don't, don't want to write this group off entirely because always was my favorite song of the week surprisingly enough it's a ballad they're not trying to be bts and it's way better it it's 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 fine because when korean groups do ballads it's a little bit more tolerable and that's how i feel like if more groups and 
like things like that, those ballad songs compared to the bow dance drop the beat songs, it's kind of more palatable. It makes them stand out much more than trying to be one with the crowd, so to speak. <laughs> Granted, being one with the crowd sells more a little bit, but you're not doing much. And for me, songs like Never Ever End and, and most of BTS's category, honestly, at this point. Can you really dance to that stuff? Like, there's, you there's no can. Melody. There's just, just, I, I, just I will, noise um, and a beat. I will say, I didn't care for Never End, I think, because I didn't like that rapper at first started the song. His voice yeah. fit nothing with the music. It was so deep. It threw me off completely. I did feel like this was very trying to be, T- be BTS, you know, but just didn't have that oomph because it sounded like every other group, at least the song did. But Always was a good touch because we don't see too many ballad songs come from a lot of the, you know, a lot of the Korean bands as much in Japan. Especially as a single, so I felt like Always was a fresh breath air, and it showcased their talents as vocalist, at vocalist, which we don't get to hear. And I don't mind if they do an upbeat, fun dance song, but at the same time, you better be able to back it up with a good ballad too. I I just don't feel like the first song had music in it. Like like, it aspires to be music. It just. It, it, it it took like it two wasn't my style let's just put it that way I, and kind of drop the rest of it oh, I, I, well yeah it felt very very americanized more than anything and it wasn't my style at all yes you can dance to that stuff but it's more of like jumping around i guess you could say i don't know it, it's it's not I mean, my style but like apparently too, people over so. there really enjoyed it or maybe they just really enjoyed we're just the odd beat. We're just so. odd. We're just the odd people out. We're not in with the hip, man. But yeah, you know, never end and always sold a lovely nine thousand three hundred eleven copies. And continuing on is oh god is um Idol Master Cinderella Girl Starlight Master twenty five Happy New Year. Actually, I should be really excited about this because one of my favorite seiyus is is on this album she's the main girl ohashi ayaka whole baby but besides that this this song is <laughs> it's just typical idol master I, it does nothing to me it it, it tries to be nice and happy but it, it, i don't it, know it, 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 it's it's upbeat it's upbeat <laughs> it's upbeat and energetic it is it is those two things and nothing more but yeah, I mean, there's nothing more you can say about this. It's typical Idol Master stuff. It's it's back to not really standing out, and it is what it is. Sometimes they do cool things. Sometimes they don't. I mean, sometimes they do, but they they turn out an obscene amount of music. They they all can't be hits. Well, you know, the thing is with that, it's they they have groups that. They have so much girls in this in this thing because if you were to go and do every single seiyuu that's on here, there's there's more than Bang Dream. There's more than Love Live. They have like at least twenty different groups and subsect groups. So, I mean, it's hard to be like, oh. But how many? But how many people do they have working as producers, composers, writers? I it's mean, probably that, the, that's it's where the, the same real like magic five people, happens. but it's 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 a com- it's like a committee. Like Bang Dream it goes into this also. They have a committee, so to speak, that 
choreographs all the songs. Granted, they have to make it so that the girls are able to play it too. So maybe that's another reason why it sounds a little bit more better compared to this one where they just have to dance. Yeah. So, but you know, it is what it is. I I like it regardless because Ohashi Ayaka's in it, but it's it's, it's typical idol master fashion at this point. And I can't be too hard on it because number one is number one. It's the new hotness, but... <sighs> but yeah. Happy New Year sold a lovely 9,951 copies. And going on up, it is... Oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of seiyus, <laughs> it is... Minase Inori with her song Wonder Carnivan and it's used for the ending theme of Etodon I think that's what it's called I just realized it said that's Wonder Caravan I felt this was a generic anime song you know generic seiyuu song I didn't really get much out of this I do like her voice but she kind of reminds me of a combination of Hirano Aya and Makino Yui. Both saves. <laughs> yeah, that actually is very apt comparison. Yeah. If you were to bring that up. Yeah, when I was listening but, to it, it reminded me of those two. Like, if you combine their voices, I'm like, oh my god. I, if they, those two women could have kids together, that would be her. <laughs> That's who her voice was. So, but I didn't. I just didn't care for... I mean, Wonder Caravan was okay, but I felt like it was nothing special. Yeah. I I liked it, but I don't have a whole lot to say about it because it's nothing special. But I found it appealing. It's it's whatever. It's, it's, I wouldn't go... I, I, I wouldn't go... I'm not going to go down and, you know, get it off of the Apple Music Store and listen to it on repeat either. But when I heard it, I was like, well, that's... It's interesting. It's more interesting than me hitting the car in front of me. So, there's that. Yeah, but it it is what it is. It's getting to the point that we're now we're getting the weekly Korean stuff. We're getting the weekly Seiyu stuff now because this is what the third or fourth week in a row that uh, Seiyu stuff has been actually been appearing on the charts. If you've been kind of looking closely, but anyway, regardless. Wonder Caravan sold a lovely eleven thousand five hundred and sixty-eight or eleven thousand five hundred eighty-one copies. Going on up, it is weekend by Flowback, and I I I don't know what to say about this either. This <laughs> it's, it's I I want more is what I is what I will say because I only got to hear a minute and a half right when they got to the rapping. You could always I was just actually uh, enjoying buy it the album and... or buy the single and just go balls in, so to speak. Well, I looked it up on Apple Music. The, and I'll, I'm going to check the iTunes store here in a little bit. But as of right now, Weekend's not available from Apple. It could be on Spotify, but if it's not on one, it's typically not on the but, other. No, this is this is generic, honestly. Feedback, feedback does, or uh, Flowback does so much better better work here and this was just run of the mill honestly to be perfectly honest yeah i I didn't care for this one too much but i also feel like i'd like to hear the full version of it i'm really glad sony did put a snippet up there so you get a feel for the song in the group but like ken said 
I think they've done better songs and this isn't a song I would recommend to people to just start listening to them. Weekend sold a lovely 12,021 copies. And going on up, it is Takaoku Sakura Oku by Mizumori Kaori. I think we did this. I think we did this whole rhyme and reason earlier in the year, Luna, when we were trying to, or last year, when we were talking about the uh, Kohaku. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she's an Inca singer. And it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a nice song, you know. I don't listen to much Enka, but I thought it was... I thought it was really good. It was very, very nice and relaxing. That's all I really have to say about it. it it's Inca. It's did. It is the obligatory Inca song that we need to put near the beginning of the year because it did so well in the Kohaku. <laughs> it did its job. It, it, it's an Inca song. Yeah, she's been in the industry for a long while, so... She has a pretty voice. But yeah, there's not much we can say about that. Yeah. Contin- it sold a lovely 12,584 copies. And continuing on up, it is Gakuten Nonfiction by Emperades... I don't know how to say that. What's what's Google Translate say? Elabolus? 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 E-L-A-B-A-L-E-S-I. I'm surprised that they translate it to L. It's the word labels. But with an E on the front of it and an I yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, okay, whatever's. Um, they're, 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 they're idle. They're, they're, they're part of this Akihabara Cafe thing. It's so weird. And I'm like, I look at this song and I'm just like, I, I just, all I, all I see on the faces is generic. <laughs> it's so sad. I, I look at I look at this and I'm just like oh man there's generic idol generic cutesy generic everything just written all on their faces and I, I I could care less about the song to be honest when I watched it and as soon as I saw all their outfits out there I was like yep yep <laughs> yep I know where this is heading so oh I didn't get to comment on this one I didn't really care for the song I felt it was really generic forgettable and it was just meh. Yeah, it was, like when you sit down to it, there's nothing that stands out to it. Like it's nope. so run of the mill. <laughs> it is. It is. It. I remember nothing from it except a little bit I, of the video, and that's it. It's very. When I watched it, I just didn't care. It. It provoked no emotion in me, no anything in me. So I'm like, this does nothing. Absolutely nothing. And Gray, let me guess, you liked it. But I agree with you guys 100%. But I did. I didn't. I did. I did like it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I don't love it. I I don't love it by (laughs) any means. And I agree. It's generic. It's by the numbers. It it is literally paint by numbers idle. But I enjoyed it. It's. It's. I like upbeat. It's. It's funny because you know what you your comment last week of saying you know as long as it's poppy and fun and upbeat you'll like it so as soon as i heard the first couple like little beats here i'm like oh god gray is gonna like this 
And you were right. I mean, like I said, I don't love it. It's it's not amazing. And again, I don't know if I'd go on like try to find it on like Apple Music and listen to it on repeat. I'm not yeah. crazy. But when I got off work and was listening to it in the car, yeah. I did. Well, anyway, it's sold it. a lovely 13,639 copies and continuing on to another generic song. It is Stand By You by SKE48. I love this song. Whoa. So I actually like this song. This was my first listen because, you know, I don't always <laughs> listen to things as they're released unless it really piques my interest. Mm. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was, re- I mean, it wasn't no Mushiki Naido, which I freaking love, but yeah. I thought the song was really nice. It was, it, it, it was actually better than some of the, you know, the last AKB songs. Oh, yeah. Like I said, like I, I went on this huge rant last week. It's 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 whatever. It's it, they could do more, but it's by the numbers, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can tell it is, and it is a very generic-ish song. But I thought it was kind of nice and fun. But mm. it's not one. It's really gonna like stick stick with me. I feel like the only thing I can vaguely remember on on the music video and this yeah, the first enjoyable. time I watched this music video was a month ago which them just jumping on the desks that's pretty much all I remember on the yep, music video yep yep they were in a classroom dancing dresses swishing around so i mean it is somewhat forgettable but i still thought it was like a nice kind of touch in a way i don't know mm. like i said you would <laughs> but yeah, continuing on, it 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 sold fifteen thousand four hundred seventy five copies this this week, and it'll probably it's been hanging around. I've been peering over at the dailies too. So, but yeah, going on to number two, it is Over Quartzer by Shota Suhei Yoshi featuring Isa. Two things that you really like right now, Gray. Yeah, and somehow I still don't like the song that much. <laughs> Oh, I technically, freaking te- love this really? song. This is my favorite of the week. Yeah, technically three things that you really like. I, I, it has the the pump, it has triple A, and now it has Common Rider. Yeah, so, yeah no, you know, it's, it's the trifecta of it. The, the I, I don't trifecta know. of everything that needs to be going on. For, I, I think for me, for me, th- this song is not a song in isolation. Like, like I'm hearing this and as a fan of Common Rider... I'm comparing it to like the laundry list of songs that I love from Common Rider, and I think this is one reason why Overcorture does just doesn't stand up to me because I'm like, well, they've had way better, but well, it's the, okay. Another thing is too, you're 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 a fairly newer fan to Common Rider, so you're listening to these songs over the course of a couple months. What a couple of months? Oh, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of under I kind of understand, like in, coming from me, who's been watching Rider for close to a decade now. I, it's all right. I think I need to be like sitting down and just watching it over and over and over again because that's the only reason. That's the only way that I end up liking a song through Common Rider is because they beat you over the head with it every single time they can. They will. I don't know. Excite. I've loved every time. But you like Deitch. You like Deitch, and you know that that's that's another thing too. If you're gonna like an artist specifically because of that, it's from that it's interesting from your point yeah. of view because you have members like from things too. that you like you i mean isa has been there for yeah for he's the main 
for Fies. And then Shota Suhei, well, technically part of Triple yeah. from Triple A. I like Justifies too. This is his first major breakthrough in his solo career. So it's kind of hard to judge a piece of work because of him being a solo career act. Who's, he's yeah. mostly known from Triple A. Yeah. Now, I do really, really like Justifies. I, I like that, but I will agree with you that the first time I heard Justifies, I wasn't crazy about it, and yeah. by episode 42, I was loving it. So it's just one of those things where it does grow on you because you hear it every episode and it just kind of grows on you. I will say I started watching Common Rider back in September of last year, and I've already seen eight yeah. series. So, I mean, like, for example, case in point, my favorite yeah. writer series is Common Rider Forze. I hate the song. Like, and Anna Suchia is an amazing artist, but just what she did for that song particularly, A, it's hard to sing karaoke to, and B, it's just all over the place. What? And I love Anna Suchia. Her work is amazing, don't get me wrong. But just her work on this particular song was like, mm, I don't know. But by the end of Forza, I ended up liking the song or tolerating the song. There's other songs from writer that is much better but over quartz i think i need to you know buy the blu-ray set and just go through it well sit down and go through it yeah. i can't be doing it in just one takes over the course of time yeah I, i've heard it several times like when because every week like we post like the youtube videos of all the songs and stuff like that and this was the only one i completely skipped because i know it i can already hear the chorus in my head because I have listened to the song several times, I do like it. I don't want to. I don't want my mellowness on it to, to come across like me not liking the song. I do like it. I I do find it a fun song, and I'm glad you really liked it, Lena. You should check out more Common Writer. <laughs> well, I think I liked the style of it. It you know the vibe of the song itself, but I also like the combination of the two vocalists. I think it was something with the beat of the music and the video was really interesting as well. So that could have been also, if I really like a video, even if I'm iffy on the song, sometimes I'll end up really liking it because of the video. Not just of the aesthetic. Yeah, I like the aesthetic of it. I There was just something about the song that I found very enjoyable and I... I really think it was just how the music and the vocals were done in it and it got me really energized. Of a so I don't know I think it was the energy in that song as well that did it because I wanted something energetic that and it felt like it stuck out compared to all the other songs on the Oricon it is different oh, yeah. it, it, it is way different than everything I, else on I, this week yeah I, I think that. that's the other reason I really liked it is it stood out while every uh, most of the songs that were on the top 10 were very generic well, this one at least had a very unique sound to it and vocals, I felt like. But yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain for it because you seem to be the odd one out, so to speak, because me and Greer are kind of meh on it, I want to say. Yeah. And I'll probably re-listen to it again because I do want to give it another shot and see yeah. if it changes over time because sometimes mm -hmm. I'll hear a song and love it. And then the next time I hear it, I'm like, why did I like this? And like I said, like like part of the, the reason why I dinged it the way that I did was just more because I'm comparing it to seasons past. It's not so much get, yeah. a song in isolation. It is, this is a part of a franchise that I like, 
uh this song's the other not ones hitting do. Me and that like makes sense you know and this is, is you know I'm, and i've heard be I'm the one by beverly life. and i've heard excite by daichi you know and i love those songs but at the same time i'm not and i'm not you know comparing since i'm not familiar with the common writer universe i have nothing really to compare it to so i guess i'm going to it off of comparing it to what's on the top 10 so I might give it another listen next week, and I'm hoping it stays in the charts just because I'd like to see what it's going to be up against and see if I still feel the same way. Continuing on, Overcourts are sold a lovely 28,348 copies. And going on up, it is Bokura no Hashite Kita Michiwa and Next Sparkling by Orcors. And, oh, God, please kill me now. <laughs> I never thought I would say this about Orcors of anything. How would you like your death? Slow or quick? I want to get run over. <laughs> uh, so I quick. I care for this one, actually, and I like some of the other Aquor stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, I actually yeah. love it, and a lot of it's good, but this was really disappointing. Yeah, you know, it's weird. This is for the movie, of all things. And you think they would go a little bit more all out for the movie. Yeah, yeah? I was very, very disappointed with this. And I haven't watched all of, you know, the Love Life stuff. But what I've watched and I've heard, I loved. But this one was very... I love Star Dash. I did. Yeah, this is just a kind of a mess. And it was not really catchy. No, it's not catchy at all. I didn't like the song either. (laughs) I didn't either. I was really disappointed because, you know, when I saw they were on there as number one, I was really excited to hear it. And I changed my tune after I heard it. It just doesn't have anything memorable, catchy, or not really re-listenable. So I'm kind of worried about how the movie is. Well, you know, the movie did great. It reached number one the first week it came out. But regardless, I mean... Oh, man. I, and like I said, you know, watching the quote-unquote music video for this is just from the movie, and it's kind of hard to watch. Like, Oh, my God, he's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's all over the place first. <laughs> and second, you know, because I know these are seiyus, I'd rather just see the seiyus perform yeah. the song. I agree. It, it just didn't make sense seeing it and how the video was. It really turned me off that I couldn't watch well, that whole and video. I think this is one of my bigger problems with like the Seiyu idol movement as a whole is because when you have because when they do like the animation and like the dancing and stuff like that I'm like why can't it just be the girls I, I really don't understand why and the the way that it looks because they do the 3D animation every time they do the dancing and I'm just like I, I don't like it it looks weird I'm not even going to get on the weirdest thing in that because it just, no. But I just don't, I I, I wish it was the, the Seiyus. I, w- I would have liked the music video more. But the song itself, it's paint by numbers. And honestly, this is a song that's set up for me to like at the bare minimum. And I'm just like, no, I, I think I've heard this song before for being honest and uh, this is not, not, not something great. It's just like, yeah, well, this is another one. It stinks that, that, I mean, I'm glad they did good. I don't want to, you know, you know, poo poo on them too much, but 
I I would have liked it. I just wish I would have liked it more than what I did. But I mean, and, and you know, and I, I understand because, like, for me, because we know that the CEOs can do all of this because they have to. They kind of have to for all the yeah. performance and stuff like that. And seeing the their performance on Kohaku was amazing. It's just that, you know, watching a music video with just the anime, and I understand, I completely understand that, you know, a major of these things is just, oh, I want to see the waifus and stuff like that, too. But, you know... They're too young to be waifu. It, it, it's whatever. But, you know, that's that's how it is. <laughs> that's what, I'm, I'm just what it is now. And, you know, seeing the whole thing of them just... Just the music video just bothers me. And I, I know we're going to get to this the end of February also because that's when all of Bang Dream stuff is all just going to massively drop. And I know we're going to get on this again where the music video is not going to do anything. I'd rather just listen to the song and judge it from the song, not the music video. Because they try to implement all that 3D stuff and the 3D stuff is just a mess. Yeah, it doesn't look good. So... It's not great, but you know, like when they do regular a- animation, it's perfectly fine. But now, Bang Dream is hitting towards like, oh, we're gonna do all this really hyper animated, three D animation stuff, and it's just yeah. not good. It's not well, good. <laughs> well, and the reason they do the three D animations so they can do more dynamic camera work and do panoramic shots, because when you do two D stills, like when you're doing a flat image, it's it's really hard to pan a camera and do all that stuff so like i mean it's just a shortcut if they just do like 3d models but it just the way the 3d models move it just it's weird there's no life to them i i mean they just feel like puppets i mean the the great thing about like hand-drawn animation is even though the it's the you know it's an inanimate object and everything like that the artist can still give it life through just, you know, like character quirks and stuff like that. And it, it can be very beautiful, but man, 3d models is it's, it's weird. And it's just, it doesn't work for me. And I, I, I don't like them and still the weirdest thing I re- just refuse to talk about. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a poo poo on the song. It's, it's, it's whatever it's, whatever's. Yeah, it- I mean, it was okay. It just was. I think it was just the disappointment in it. Yeah, I'm still excited to see the movie because I really like what I've seen of Love Live, and the movie seems to be doing really well. So I have some high hopes for that and look forward to it. But yeah, and it. I mean, it didn't even sell that much too. I mean, this is like the first time in a long time that uh, a number one album didn't reach. Reach over a hundred thousand, so it's so weird. It sold only seventy four thousand. I know. Usually, we see something in the singles over a hundred thousand. So I was kind of shocked when I saw how low everything charted this week. Yeah. So maybe everyone's recovering from the holidays and also waiting for February and March with all the new stuff coming out. But yeah. Um, let's do a peer over to the albums just to kind of see it here. Oh boy. Okay. looks like Fuji Fabric's new album came out. That was all, all but interesting. Uh, 
Wake Up Girls? What the hell is this? Oh, Wake Up Girls is a whole bunch of seiyus. It's an anime. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I get a little excited because I, I got into some of the, the singing and dancing idly stuff. Guess what? CU. It's a lovely 83 music set <laughs> on an 8-disc Blu-ray DVD box set. Holy Jesus. Uh, that's I'm scared to see the price right on that. Ooh, that's not bad, actually. That's actually not too bad. I would no, be No, that's a great deal. That's cheap compared to how much some of the other ones are. Eight discs, though. So that's why I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I'll uh, take a look at that later on. <laughs> but, yeah, that reached number eight with Hoshino again popping down to number six. Same for Logui Monster. What flavor are number fives? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is still staying strong at number three. It's becoming the new greatest showman, so that's to be expected. And Seventeen made their new mini album at number one. So yeah, I mean, all in all, this was kind of a meh week. Backstreet's mm-hmm. back, baby. To be perfectly honest, so. yeah, Backstreet's back there with DNA, and number two. But, you know, regardless, this was kind of just a, a myth week for singles. It was. But I think once we get into February, I, I think we're going to see a lot more new releases coming out and the and the numbers going up, too. You know, it's funny. So, Probably. you know, we, we looked at the Oricon charts for the most part. And Oricon decides to pull a fast one on us for the new year. And they decided to put total amounts for everything now so even download and streaming and sales copies so you know it's funny because yeah. face my fears still st- stuck in there this past week Be- yeah because of all the streaming and download yeah, stuff. i can probably understand that it made number one for download same for mm-hmm. lemon because lemon is so it's always strong downloaded so but yeah i mean you know, I want to point out here that, you know, next month is probably going to be very, very, very interesting. <laughs> and the following month after that, too, because uh, mm-hmm. when will we be having our Nishinokana episode? We were shooting for March, weren't we? Because I need to get back on that track. Mm, yeah, we do need to work on a March. Um, let's do the end of March, then. Yeah. And the March is a go for me. Yeah, the 29th. So you heard it here first. The 29th of March will be our our lovely Nishino Kana artist spotlight. I'm whoa, excited. Whoa, whoa. I might uh, start watching all her Blu-rays again. Mm. Well, you know, I think it's whoa, whoa, in two whoa. weeks is when she's going to be starting her hiatus. So. Yeah, I think so. And... I think it'll I think she'll have a lot of enjoyment with you know, she'll get to do things she she would she never got to do being a artist always in the Something spotlight. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, come and do a way. Come on. <laughs> get her autograph for me. Mm-hmm. I'll give her more than that. But yeah, regardless you guys can find us out at all the usual social media places. You can find us at Twitter. At Ongakudu, you can find us on Instagram at Ongakudu. You can look at our music site, Ongakudu.com, where we're updating fairly regularly now. So please look forward to all of that. 
And also check us out at Twitch at twitch.tv slash ongakadu where I'm just streaming Final Fantasy XIV and hitting stuff with sticks. You can follow our affiliates. Koryu Hunter, he is a Japanese Twitch streamer. He was going through some horror games earlier and now he is one of our good friends and our living mailbox. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can check out our other affiliate, Timber Taff. He is a Twitch streamer and YouTuber in his own right and does lovely little songs. He did a song back in, I want to say, June of last year, which was the English dub of Don't Man Cry Baby. And it was very interesting, to say the least. You can check him out at Timber uh, twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also find out my lovely doings on a lovely podcast called Podosaurus, which is pretty much like Ongakuryu, except we go off the rails on gaming things that every little thing, if you mention Atlas or uh, not Sherry Birkin, I forgot what's her, the other girl from Zero, I don't know her name. Oh, Rebecca Chambers? Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca Chambers, if you just say that in his uh, Twitch stream, you'll get banned, and I always bait him all the time. <laughs> I liked Rebecca. Oh, you should say that to him. But yeah, uh, you can look that up at Potosaurus. It's the it's pretty much a gaming focus one. We had a, a lovely guest, our first guest for Potosaurus, Sky Mom, or a fangirl that no one's that has no name. She is also a Game of Thrones fan, Luna. Ooh, yay! She, another fan. She uh, originally she wanted a girl who has no name, but that was originally taken. I could see that, yeah. I bet a lot of people t- wanted that one. Mm. But yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname. And it was interesting. They went on a lovely Resident Evil-a-thon, and I just stayed silent like usual because I don't I don't play horror games. But it is what it is. You can find me at otycam one and you can find Luna at. You can find me at on Twitter as Luna Maria eighty seven, on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna, and you can see my other hobbies such as movies, anime, and well other CDs that don't appear on our our Instagram. Yeah. So. And you can find Gray at Ongaku Gray at Twitter, and I I do post mildly regularly at least once a week once or twice a week and uh talk about like some upcoming projects and stuff we're working on like i announced the uh album review the other day on my twitter and i'll be looking to advertise more stuff there so if you're interested in what i'm doing follow me there and check out the youtube channel at youtube.com slash you if you're the one or two people that actually listen to us on YouTube. Hello. We appreciate your fandom. Thank you very much. Remember to press but, like and subscribe. Uh, put, smash that like button. <laughs> if you also Crush do it. if you also do think that Stand By You is a generic song, push like and give a comment down below. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think Ken's wrong, you can also press the like button and tell us why I he's wrong. Know. There's no way I'm wrong on that one. But yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha.
This is Luna wishing everyone a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. And this is Grace signing out. Hope you guys have a great week.